Hello everyone, Dr. Julie here, and you are listening to my Coffee Chats podcast. I am a health researcher, PhD trained, and chef self-trained, on a mission to leave the next generation and our planet a lot more of a healthier place. This is your space to ask questions on topics that no one seems to want to discuss, with information that is backed by research, along with a good dose of practical advice. Real talk, real people, real answers. Let's get into this week's episode. Today's episode is a special non-Father's Day episode, and you get both myself and the incredible Kaz on, because in short, we both think and agree that Father's Day needs to be changed. So both you and I have different reasons as to why we think it should, but if we go back to talking about the origins of where Father's Day came from. Yes, so we're going to talk you through the origins, share both of our stories, and then just wrap all of you guys into some really warm fuzzies. So this podcast is indeed for anyone that might struggle on Father's Day for any reason whatsoever, regardless of gender, regardless of your family structure, and regardless of your loss. So the history of Father's Day is quite interesting even in itself because it actually started back in 1910 after Mother's Day was established and it was established by a daughter of a single dad so she was one of six and her mother died in childbirth so he was raising all six children on their own and then it became a religious holiday quite some time afterwards and then it is what it is today a very commercialized day same as Mother's Day and I'm just going to read you something from the Reader's Digest because I think it just sums up well where Father's Day is at right now and I stumbled across this while searching about the history of Father's Day and so according to the Reader's Digest ways to celebrate Father's Day and I'm just going to read this verbatim Now that you know the history of Father's Day, you're probably wondering how to celebrate time with your dad. The key is to spend time together and participate in activities that entertain, delight and bring you two closer together. Some ways to celebrate Father's Day include hosting a dad-centric barbecue, taking dad to his favourite restaurant, brewery or winery, having your little ones Make fun Father's Day crafts for their dad or grandfather or other father figures. Planning a movie marathon with the best Father's Day movies to watch together. Dedicating a special Father's Day poem to the number one guy in your life. Don't be stumped and don't fret. Simply ask your dad if all else fails what he would like to do on his special day and then to get planning. Do I need to say anything else on that? (laughs) Like, where to even start? Where would you start, Kaz, on that? Well, my boys won't be doing any of that. No? No. Does that that feel inclusive to you, that list? Very inclusive. So inclusive. (laughs) I can't wait to ask the boys where they would like to go for Father's Day to celebrate their... Non-non dad. <laughs> so tell us about that, Kaz. 
I have got well a wife and we've got two boys. Yeah. So Father's Day for us isn't something that we do. It's not something that we celebrate. And it is something that I'm grappling with more so now that I've got Lucas, who is three, and is able to really truly understand the concept yeah. of mum and dad and what he has at home versus what other kids have. Yeah. And he says, I don't have a dad. I've got two mums. Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard to know how to tackle a day like that and make sure that he doesn't feel that his family makeup isn't the right makeup because he can't partake in something yeah. that's blatantly put in our faces all the time. And is going to be. Yeah. For a for the like for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Daycare did a dad wall at daycare. And I will acknowledge that they did talk about having, you know, a photo with dad or with grandparents or uncle. However, to walk into that room every day and see a sign on the wall that says dad mm. and know that my son wasn't a part of that. Yeah. It was the worst. Yeah. It was the worst. How do you explain to a three-year-old this? Which I... also shouldn't be your job. Like, that's, that's not a weight you should have to carry as a parent. But yet, because of this, you have to. And will continue to yeah. have to. It's, it's hard. Yeah. Really hard. Especially when I know that I made a choice in terms of the family situation that I'm in and choosing to bring my boys into that situation. However, what is you and it's true to you and your being and your soul and you're very private and yet you're oh, still going to have to fight. 100%. Yet I still need and to... And justify that in a way. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. I feel that for you. Because I don't want them to feel excluded or have any more judgment than what they already will yeah and because we have a day that has become so commercialized and it's just shoved and it's yeah down our throats yeah like you, you can't escape it no and you i think that's the thing is i know and that's all i all i want to do yeah and as another layer too, you like you have an incredible dad in your life. Yeah, so it's, it's been a really hard year for you guys. It has, and it's it's so conflicting because I do. I have a fantastic dad. I have a great relationship with him. Uh, he is the most incredible papa to my two boys. And he was diagnosed with brain cancer uh, December 31st last year. And I think 
people listening potentially would be going, well, why would you not be wanting to celebrate your dad on Father's Day then and spend that time and, and do all those things? But I think that that in itself, the getting that news was the biggest wake-up call that I don't need a day and I don't need a day in which to solely focus on mm. him. I should be doing that all the time. I don't need to buy I don't need to buy a card on Father's Day to say No. I love you. She doesn't want that either. What are you gonna do with that now? <laughs> and I've had the pleasure of meeting Sandy's dad, so I'm I know he would not want that. <laughs> and would probably make a big joke about it. It just speaks to how hard this is and you just want it to go away oh absolutely yeah absolutely and you know for me my situation is like completely different and yet it's still really tough I've spoken a lot about Mother's Day on online Mm -hmm. and for me both these days are hugely traumatic and have been for so many years I left home at 18 from a very toxic very volatile uh, home life and stumbled out into the world like a deer in headlights and those early years were still really tough because I was like "What, what do I do what, what do I do for Father's mm. Day? And feeling that pull and having such limited skills, no voice, just having to ride this trauma. And in my case, my, my biggest challenge, and this is probably the straightest that I can be, is that I had had to grieve as if my parents had passed and they haven't. And there is no rule book for that. There is no social acknowledgement of that at all there is like how do I do that and I take to and I still am I haven't got it sorted you know and there's just new layers that that come with this and so days like this just amplify all of that about tenfold it in some ways has been easier since I you know made the choice about eight years ago to completely estrange from Mm -hmm. my family because it, it clearly cut you know, all ties, but I still feel it, because even when I made that choice, it, it wasn't like I said, you know, to either of my parents, like, I'm done, I want nothing to do with you, I just put in real firm boundary after boundary after boundary, and, you know, it comes up, I have to think about it, I have to process that, I have to relive some of that trauma, all the while getting all of these messages coming mm. at me, and now I have three boys, and so, you know, again, while people might think, oh, well, you get to just create your own new Father's Day, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> it's not like I can just go, okay, I'm just going to put all of that into a box and forget about it. And, you know, trying to show up for my boys on a day like this, and they don't have that understanding, and they may never do of, of what I've gone through. And so I have to, on the day, you know, 
try and juggle both, trying to look after my own inner child when she's screaming mm. and in desperate need of love and protection, but also try and, and guide my children through yeah. with that. And that is so hard. And I know that will be for, for others as well in different family situations where you are, you're trying to deal with stuff that you can't necessarily, you know, publicly front with. Well, it's like what you said in terms of not having the skills. Yeah. And if you are talking about not having the skills at, what, 18, 18. years of age, yeah. then how do we expect younger kids to be able to have the skills? Yeah. To be able to, well, emotionally process what it means. Yeah. Um, but also to be able to articulate what that means. Mm. And for me too, with my boys at the age that they're at, they're completely asked, you know, because they don't have a grandfather. So again, they get these messages like from daycare and school, you know, raise daycare did. You know, Father's Day and grandfather, and like even the pressure of that in daycare too. It was like, well, bring you know, dad and mm. grandfather. What in the middle of a working day mm. where you're paying for daycare? Like even the pressure of that was astronomical. But you know, I'm like, how do I explain to Ray at four about his grandfather? Or in the same for Arden at ten, who's really asking questions. Yeah, you know, I'm like, how much? Do I tell them how much? Do I not tell them all of that? While well, still dealing with all of my own stuff with that too. Yeah. I think um, that's where there's almost a duty of care that needs to come in yes. with schools, daycares around what it is that they're doing, and more importantly, how they are doing it. Yeah, and I think given the so many different family structures, losses, circumstances that may be at play for children and knowing that they're not going to have that skill set yeah it's like either don't do it or if you're going to do it reframe it and i think this is the thing i would never want to sit here and go oh well because of the family structure that i'm in i'm therefore wanting to take away father's day for you you and you and you that's not what this is about it was established in what did we say 1910 yeah. This is, like, 2023. Well, and I think this is the thing. We have a, well, a special event, I should call it, based on gender norms mm. that are no longer what our society looks like anymore. No. And just so commercialised. I mean, look at that list. From the Reader's oh. Digest. Like... How's that even acknowledging what a father figure may go through? Oh, exactly. Like... At all. <laughs> and I think there are a million and more things I would rather do with my dad, especially now in mm. terms of his acknowledgement, like the acknowledgement I have for him and the role that he plays with the boys than a Reader's Digest list that says, let's go to brewery winery so much more that i would yeah genuinely be wanting to do yeah to acknowledge the impact that he's had yeah and a card actually just won't cut it <laughs> no we don't have
take it in the output. And, you know, when you're challenging social norms, that's part of it. But we both wanted to do this, especially to show that anyone that struggles with this day for any reason and however you feel about Father's Day, one of the things that I have learned to do through my own journey with this is to just sink in to all the feelings and not to fight them. Can't change the world out there and to give myself that permission to do that and to just do what's right for me on the day, whatever that may be. And it's it's different every year and it's going to keep being different every year. And I certainly protect myself from norms at this time <laughs> to stop the messaging. And, yeah, I would just love to wrap all of you guys and all of your inner child up in a big massive hug. I think for me, for those that do have different family makeup, mm. my thing that I take from all of this is having the strength within me to make sure that I can build resilience in my kids and empower them to be able to stand tall and proud in the situations that they're in despite days like this and if they can walk in with their head held high to daycare to school later down the track and know that their makeup is actually okay Mm. and that the day is just a day, then job done. So much love for each and every single one of you. It's just a day. And we will see you. Same time, same place, next week. I just want to do a shout out to our incredible sponsor, 06 Coffee. As you all know, I am coffee obsessed. And 06 is a local New Zealand company, also very waste conscious. Coffee does not ask questions. Coffee understands. And coffee gives you five minutes peace in the chaos, which I really hope you get today. Please use the code 1506 for 15% off. That's it for this week's episode. If you do have a question, please drop it into the contact page of my website or a DM on Instagram. Everything from food, well-being, business, motherhood and life questions are answered here. I do really hope you get in a peaceful cup of coffee or at least take some time to yourself today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to this podcast to keep up to date and make sure you don't miss an episode. Until next week, with love, Dr Julie.